How you doing? This is Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. My name is Sebastian Maniscalco. I'm TJ Miller. And right now you're listening to Sandra Carusi. The one and only Sandra Carusi. Carusin on down the listing highway. Welcome to Inside Jokes with Sandra Carusi on Talk Radio, AM 640 and HD Radio. We investigate the comedy world. That's what we do. We're investigators. No. And we discuss it. CSI comedy. And we have some of the premier uh, people in Canada who've interviewed comics upon comics who are in the know in the industry. And we're doing a review show now. Um, Welcome aboard our our contributor. Oh, we're calling it that now? Pundit. Pundit, yeah. Dean Young from Talk Hole Podcast. Hey. Techie Tom, thank you. On the wheels of steel. I don't know. That's my DJ talk. And Tevin... We're going to do listings later. So I want to welcome these two guys. Welcome back, Jim Slotek. Hi. Jim, you are the man, the people reporter from the Toronto Sun and the National Post Media, it's called now. We're we're one big happy family, of course. And you've been uh, covering entertainment and pop culture in the Toronto Sun for over 28 years, thus interviewing some of the biggest comics and you founded some because you were judged uh, a judge on some contests. I've I've been, yeah, I've judged more than Judge Judy. I don't know <laughs> it, but I have judged a lot of comics. A lot of comics. Uh, you're judgmental. You're a movie critic as well, and uh, scriptwriter for the NHL Awards, Gemini's, and documentaries. Holy moly, I'm feeling really uh, useless at this we point. We have to stop reading people's credits. Yeah, because I feel <laughs> like we just killed all the time. And this yeah. guy too, Ben Miner. Hello. Hey, Ben. Hello, Ben. He's a radio guy, Sirius XM, uh, host of Comic Stripped, um, on on SiriusXM Canada Laughs Network, and your guests have included Cheech and Chong, the cast of Family Guy, Eugene Levy, and the, your list is so uh, long, like it's not even. It's been okay. a while. You work with heavy <laughs> He's hitters. He's got a much longer list than me. <laughs> Lewis Black, Russell Peters, Jim Jeffries. Well, I've hey, gigged I with those. Those are the guys I, I gigged those. with. That you gigged with. Yeah, yeah. Because you're a stand-up, of course, and you've done it for nearly half your life. Uh, yeah, in December, it'll be over half my life. That I've been Incredible. Doing this. And then wow. also on Master Chef, where you made the top 16. That's yeah, incredible. Yeah, that's weird. That's a I random thing. I love the cooking thing. part of thing. I got to review him and judge him. Even. Yeah. You well, judged Ben Miner as a chef. Yes, he tasted yeah. his food. No, I didn't, actually. It were, looked good. Were you, on the <laughs> media, were you on the media call the day I got kicked off? And when they asked about the demon chef... Alvin uh, Long, they're like, what was it like uh, having the demon chef judge your food? Was that scary? It's like, oh, man, the demon chef? That guy's the <laughs> best hugger. So then that was the headline they ran with, demon chef, that excellent yeah. hugger. That yeah. was, I was my interview with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, you don't even remember. You see, you're so popular and so, and so often interviewed that you can't even remember. Yeah, the you're right, like Jim, you're right. But, but what was great was I went with that quote to uh, Alvin Long after when I, I interviewed him, and I said, that Ben Miner said you're a great hugger. <laughs> and and his response was, I was actually trying to kill him. <laughs> Squeeze him. What was the, the smelt Ben Miner story? Something oh, like yeah, okay. Well, th- you know, the thing with, with uh, uh, MasterChef Canada is you want to throw some Canadian things in there, some caribou, some uh-huh. elk, some things yeah. like that. And uh, anybody who's grown up in like northern Ontario or some pl- places like that knows smelts. Like oh, you. Yeah, yeah I yeah. did. Thunder yeah. Bay. The, the Nibing River in Thunder Bay every every spring, you could stick your uh, your net down there, get a get a bucket full. Are you from there too? Yeah. Oh, me too. Oh my gosh. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what high school? Port Ooh. Arthur, Hillcrest High School. There's one oh, okay. high school. So You're talking like there's more than one por- now. Poor side of town. There's like eight. Yeah. I'm uh, the hillbelly part. I'm, for sure. I, I was in the. Uh, <laughs> okay, so Thunder Bay. Well, let's just get anyway, this straight. Anyway, smelts, smelts, yeah. Okay. No, there's more. You just you just eat them, right? You fry them up till they're crispy and you eat them. I grew up. Ben tried to bone the little. 
No, I didn't try. How did it feel, Ben? Oh, yeah. That's a lot you, of You work. tried to bone a smelt. Debone. I oh, didn't get into it. I've been yeah, deboned. Yeah, boning a smelt yeah. is something entirely <laughs> My last five years have been one big debone. Okay, but so. It was hilarious. So actually, so Ben, uh, so you have that cooking stuff going on. And then, of course, now SiriusXM has their very famous, probably the biggest in North America, next top comic competition. Yeah, it's just top comic now. We're just okay. looking for uh, the MVP. We're not looking for Rookie of the Year. And if, it's a, if it is a new person, then they're worth uh, getting the MVP. You know what I mean? That's a, sorry, that's yeah. a different contest that you do then. For the new, what do you do for new comics? No, or is this the it, one? This is it. It was originally called Next Top Comic, ah, okay. and it's evolved over the years. And a few years ago, we dropped the next because the level of talent was just going through the roof. Well, we were just talking in previous shows. Uh, the level of talent is incredible. I don't know how you guys are going to do it on Top Comic. First of all, the prize is $25,000. $25,000. They get booked at Just for Last in Montreal, JFL 42 in Toronto, JFL Northwest in Vancouver. They get featured on the Comedy Network's All Access. Holy. Yeah, that's, that's, I have yeah. judged that too. Uh, yeah? Uh, and Who that prize, that now matches the record for the biggest prize, uh, the now defunct... Uh, but what did what Great did, Canadian laugh off? Yeah, the yeah. laugh off. That was yeah. the yuck yucks one. That was the yuck yuck yeah. one, yeah, and that yeah. was twenty five grand. Uh, that, wow! That, that and there's either. no last comic standing this year. It's on hiatus, so I'm gonna just go ahead and that's say the this American is the biggest one, one yes. in that's the North a, America. That's a lot of money, mm-hmm. so, and uh, it's a that's a career launcher for sure with those gigs attached. I was to it gonna too, say like, the gigs alone are yeah. so attractive for that. Twenty five grand, like. I don't know who's made that much money in one night with their clothes on. You know? <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, okay. So some of the names, let's try to go through some of the big names that are on That it. have won it in previous well, years or yeah. competing this year? Competing this year. Because I want to talk to Slow Tech about who he's seen in the oh, past when he judged it. Competing this year. Well, out west, we had some amazing comics who moved on. Yes. Yeah, like Graham Clark is one of the best yes. comics in Canada. Yeah. He's yes. a former winner of the Great Canadian Laugh-Off. Uh, he's a French favorite. He's a festival favorite. He uh, moved on to the semifinals, as did Sophie Buck. Very, very funny up-and-coming comic out west. Good. Uh, originally from Ottawa. I think she's like 21. She's been doing stand-up since wow. she's 15. Oh, my god! So, like, she's a like high-powered Mace mutant. Galoni. Like yeah. Mace Galoni. Like Mace that we were mentioning. Yeah, yeah. Holy Mace God. is another one, right? Like, just get out of here with your genetics and all your yeah. potential and talent. It's you, insane. Like, it's yeah. not yeah. fair. Hate them. Yeah. And, it's uh, not fair. I get it. Yeah, yeah. Yes. John Bueller's another killer out west who we had uh, on the show. He's done a million things. Tim Nutt has done probably I a love dozen, Tim Nutt. A yeah, dozen galas. He moved on to our semifinals. I mean, that's a level that we're getting. There are also some great up-and-comers are coming through on these nights as well um like uh, i like to mention the up and coming well i mean chris griffin is a fantastic comic mike mm-hmm. delamont is a great comic they both moved on to our semifinals. uh kevin banner opens routinely for people like norm mcdonald and uh bill wow. burr out west he's so one they of our already, semifinalists so he already opens up for those people but he's in the contest of course for the money and well it's for everything it's a prestige it's, honor, there, yeah. there aren't many stamps in canadian comedy anymore not Good that point. there ever were a great deal of them yes uh, but at this point i mean you get this competition yes and it's Several big stamps. It's the money. Mm-hmm. It's the three festivals. It's yeah. the title itself. Huge. And uh, I mean, just a couple years ago, we had a deal that came about, and it was a super last-minute secret thing where all of our finalists mm-hmm. ended up opening up for Russell Peters on his arena tour. That's so cool. And who was that? What was one that of was the a Faisal year? That was your Faisal, Faisal one. Bud? So all was, of our uh, finalists. Were you one, one of the judges? Slow tech. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was Jim. It, he was really good. I was not familiar with his work to that point, and uh, he's done. Uh, he well. beat some pretty good performances too, because I remember Pat Thornton was. Yeah. Was mm-hmm. very funny. Yeah. Darcy Faisal, Michael but, as well. Yeah, he ended up playing the Oddball Festival on the long weekend, Labor Day long oh, weekend. Faisal's well. awesome, yeah. Yeah. So uh, we're here with uh, Ben Miner from SiriusXM talking about the top comic contest. Uh, Jim Slotek, uh, a veteran in the world of entertainment and comedy grizzled in Canada. Don't, <laughs> yeah. don't use the word grizzled. Grizzled. 
um, and has judged a lot of comedy contests as, you, as well as Ben. You've done so as well. I don't, I don't judge anything. I get away from judging. I don't want to judge. You know, really? my friends, man. I don't want to yes, judge. Yes, I know. And yeah. uh, of course, our associate T- Dean Young is here. <laughs> We're going to talk more Pundit. about this, uh, about Just for Laughs coming up 2016 after the break on, I was going to say on Top Comic. No, <laughs> on Inside today, Jokes yeah. on Talk Radio AM 640. Hi, this is Inside Jokes. I'm Jeremy Hotz. It's not my show. It's Cruiser's show, and it's on Talk Radio AM 640, which you know because you're listening. Before the break, we were talking about, uh, with Ben Miner and Jim Slotek here, welcome back. Uh, of course, Dean Young, our contributor. It's a special edition. We're talking about the Just for Laughs review. We're talking about the SiriusXM, uh, Ben from SiriusXM, talking about the top comic contest. Uh, we were talking about Tim Nutt, who was part of the contest in huh? the past. I got to interview him at JFL last year. This guy is so talented. He's from Vancouver, and he talks about celery for 30 minutes, <laughs> and he does a great job. Like, what a storyteller. Yeah, he's amazing. Tim is a, a veteran comedian. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, he's been around forever. He's done everything. He's a guy that I've gigged with a whole bunch. Yes. And uh, it's just great having headliners of that caliber sign up to this thing because it speaks yes. to the competition, right? I mean, yes. yeah. we play Tim Nutt. If you want to hear Tim Nutt, you listen to the channel. But for Tim Nutt to turn around and like actually want to be a part of our competition, you guys know comedians. We're not the, yes. the most... Uh, willing to participate <laughs> in events. And uh, I think it speaks to a competition that we get people such as Tim Nutt competing in. It yeah, because he's already, uh, that's the thing, what you were saying about this contest. He's already a big talent. Oh, yeah. But he's, this has so much prestige because you get to appear in the three festivals. Right? And that, that's what I love about this, actually, because, yeah, not just for the, like, whoever the comic is that takes that prize home, that's a huge career launcher. Mm-hmm. But as far as actual, because it, you guys know like how difficult it is to get to cultivate audiences in mm-hmm. Canadian comedy, mm-hmm. right? And people don't know who anybody is in no. Canada for the yeah, most part. Yeah, by name. They so know just, by face. Exactly. There's that catch-22 of you work your way up here, go to the States, and then you have a name back home. Yes. So this is a great, great way Star to get... Star system. Yeah, build of. your own in all of these comedy hubs mm-hmm. in all these cities and get crowds out to those shows. And then hopefully they are going back mm-hmm. to Sirius and listening to them on the air and they are Jim, getting their albums and all that. Jim Slotek, you were a judge and, and I almost want to say you helped launch some careers like Norm Macdonald. I kind of... Kind of did. I wasn't a judge of Norm Macdonald. I was an actual friend of Norm Macdonald who mm-hmm. convinced him to do, to do an open mic. You convinced case. Norm Macdonald to do an yeah, open mic. A couple, of, a couple of other friends. He was just wow. like, he was wow. so entertaining that we didn't mind he didn't have any money. <laughs> we always had to buy his beers. Uh, he, he had a few lines on some other things that helped the evening go better. But but beer, no. He, yeah, you bought you bought Norm's beer. And, and the entertainment told, value was. Uh, how did you know him? Then uh, I started at the Ottawa Citizen after I graduated from Ryerson, and there was uh, I sort of met through some of the local reporters, mm-hmm. uh, younger younger reporters, people they knew, and they they said there are there are some people you got to meet, mm-hmm. and so this group of friends uh, included Norm, who was unemployed. He, he was going to Algonquin College wow. TV theory. broadcasting program, yeah. same one I took. Really? Yeah. At Algonquin. That's yeah. where you went, uh, My alma mater, too. Yeah, yeah I yeah. took it. Tom Look Green took talent. it. Greg Lawrence took it. Norm MacDonald took wow. it. John Doerr took it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh my goodness! Yeah. I, I think his his attendance was the, more theoretical. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I heard too. Yeah. Wow, it but, must be a good program. That makes sense, though. But it was so Jim- it was uh, you know they, how they always say oh you need ten years you need ten years mm-hmm. uh, a, a year after that open mic he was on the gala just for laughs. Holy moly! That's I always heard the story of that first set too. That Norm was dating a waitress at the club apparently. And uh, she was there as well. And Norm had a good set, but it didn't sit well with them. He was still uncomfortable and basically ran out of the room. And then Howard, the manager, says that he chased them down and said, you're really good. You need to come back. Wow. He, this the, is so. The thing is, he could lift, you know, lift material from the world, actually. Mm-hmm. We, were, we were out for lunch before that, that gala that night, just catching up. And we were laughing about some stuff. And, and I don't know how we, we got onto Mark Garneau. But uh, I'd, I'd said that what's little known about him is that the reason he was chosen was because he got sick easily and they wanted to do studies on, on space sickness. What? So they, they literally sent him to space to throw up is, is what I'd heard. And Norm was like eating it up. And that night he, he already had a whole routine. Jesus. That he used in the gala and that CBC totally cut because that was just, you know. Wow. He was legendary for that. There's another story on the circuit of a young Norm MacDonald on a long drive to the gig in a car full of comics. Norm's in the backseat middle and just sitting there quiet the whole time. <laughs> and if you ask any comic who came out of the 80s or 90s about backseat middle, they'll tell you that story. It was Norm wrote really? an entire 20 to 30 minute set in the backseat middle of the <laughs> wow. car about being in the backseat middle and then went up rifted out and smashed it wow. and it became a legendary thing but yeah backseat middle norm mcdonald he yeah. is such a talent so jim Slotek uh from post media known of course 28 years writing for the toronto sun ben miners here uh from sirius xm uh you judge jim some comedy contests yes, uh a lot what, of them. what are a lot of them over the years of course you're kind of like the premier guy in comedy you've interviewed so many over the years what other big names uh you talked about jim carrey didn't well, you uh, yeah, Jim Carrey wasn't a, a contest, but like a lot of people, I saw him when he was when he was very young and mm-hmm. before he went to L.A. Uh, he he was kind of nerdy and and he didn't have a lot of friends. And it's it's interesting, you know, because recently his his uh, buddy uh, Wayne Fleming uh, Wayne Fleming Wayne, just died. Yeah, yeah. Just and, and Wayne sad. the reason they were best friends was because one Wayne was one of the only guys who gave him the time of day back then. You know, he wasn't considered edgy or, or anything like that. Yeah, like Jim Carrey, they thought he wasn't a, necessarily a good comic. It was more like he was an impressionist at the time. He so was, there was yeah, respect he did impressions, that. and well, that was his thing. I was mm-hmm. heard uh, the story about Jim was back in the day and uh, when he was living in the States, he consciously threw out his act at one point. He totally wow. did. Because he didn't want to be Rich Little. And at that point, wow. he was making close to, if not over a million bucks, just headlining in Vegas. You're kidding. Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey, Great yeah. Story. He, he talked about that, uh, I guess, a year before last when he did that incredible Burt Wonderstone movie yes. with Steve Carell. Yes. You know, because he's back in Vegas and having flashbacks, right? But I mean, he talked about that. Uh, in That's incredible. Yeah. That takes an enormous amount of courage as an artist just to do that and start oh, yeah. fresh. But when you have that thing, I guess, in your stomach, right, where you're like, yes. I'm not being true to myself anymore. Like, even here in Canada, like Darren Frost talks about mm. that all the time. He used to do this slapstick, very shticky, yes. gimmicky, hey, 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 wacky thing. And he had to can that eventually mm-hmm. and just sort of start fresh well Ben uh, we're going to talk more with Ben Miner and Jim Slotek after the break about some of the biggest talent they've interviewed and that they saw coming around and who who you were like a talent agent where you knew were going to make it (laughs) after the break on Inside Jokes Talk Radio AM 640 this is K Trevor Wilson you're listening to Inside Jokes with Sandra Carusi Hakeem Optical makes fine, fine eyewear.
I'm Santa Cruz, the Inside Jokes, the world of comedy is what we talk about. And we've got some of the premier uh, people behind the scenes. And on stage, Ben Miners, a stand-up, and also hosts a show on Sirius XM Canada Laughs Network. And cooks. Um, What's that? And cooks. And bones and smelt. Cooks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, bones smelt. D-bones. I want to know who this is. <laughs> you guys got to, you keep forgetting the D part. Yeah. You make it sound like bonus. engaged in romantic escapades with tiny fish. <laughs> like a Troy McClure fish fetish. I yeah. am not into tiny fish. <laughs> oh, my God. And Jim Slotek, of course, uh, been with the Sun columnist for 28 years amongst many other things. Biggest talent we are talking before the break, Jim Carrey, we were talking about because Jim uh, Slotek was around uh, at those times. Um, what talent over these 28-year career that you've had has stuck out as um, the most, you don't want to say most talented, but that you just kind of knew at the time was going to make it? Besides, we well, talked about Norm Macdonald and Jim Carrey. Well, you know what was a good uh, thing for that was the Tim Sims Award. Uh, mm-hmm. I've judged that a couple of times. And people, the, the, the year, the first year I did it, uh, there were two Gavins in it. There was Gavin Crawford and Gavin Stevens, mm-hmm. for starters. Tracy Dawson, who last year won Best Actress, a CSA Best Actress for uh, Call Me Fitz. She mm-hmm. was, like, there were only five to begin with, and three of them were that good. Wow. You know, so huh. and, and so all of them were, were just like knockouts. Uh, a lot of them you see that way. I, I think the first time I saw Jerry D, I, I, I felt, you know, yes. he was going to be a big comic. Mm-hmm. And that was that. Was that so, I think it was was that the funniest new comic. Last last comic standing. That's what Jerry D. Yeah, Jerry went finals. far on that. Yes. Yeah. And that he just made it. Like he was like in the number four out of the top three or something like that. And then went on to do great Yeah, I think it's top five. Uh, and, no, and, top I, five. I mean, I've, and I've seen people that I'll never forget. Like the first time I saw Jason Rouse at one of those things. Yes. And yeah. in a perfect world, he would be <laughs> I know, really we got to laugh when you hear Jason Rouse. <laughs> just, yeah, you just laugh hearing his name. And I, I saw him in LA recently. He, mm-hmm. he saw on Facebook that I was in LA. He said, come on, see me at this, at this show. And he like... Turned on the on the hot water. He just he just emptied the room. Of course, yeah. Jason yeah. Rose. So he's offensive. very compelling and blue blue. Uh-huh. Ben, he's a, he's I a weapon. Him. I know. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. was just in town, so he uh, did a quick set at a show I was doing uh, for Eric Johnson in uh, Stony Creek, and I got to interview Jason afterwards. And I liked interviewing him in the club. Uh, I know Ben, you do that sort of thing often, but. Uh, he was like uh, just very different comic. I mean, not, nobody plays it as blue as Jason. Jason's the biggest sweetheart in comedy, yes. and he's just frightening on stage. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, and Boyd's, Boyd's another one, actually, too, yeah. mentioning Boyd. Like, you talk to him, and it's like oh. the nicest, most down to earth. Like, charming, but, sweet yeah. human beings who would give you the shirt off their back. Then they <laughs> go on stage and say, like, <laughs> I love watching Rouse in front of a crowd that doesn't know who he is. Yet. Oh, dear. That is that, the best treat. It's that was just, the one at Stony Creek. Oh, yeah. I'm just back there rubbing my. <laughs> My hands are here. We go. Here we go. No, the I thing literally. At the comedy store was a dark night that it, supposedly the night I saw him, and, oh. and, and he emptied that room. <laughs> <laughs> you know you are when you empty a dark room. A dark, a dark room night. in L.A. He's, he's napalm. Yeah. Yeah. I literally can't tell any of my favorite Rouse stories on this show. <laughs> no. Yeah. Just I was, I was thinking of just just so, t- just talking about it, his first uh, first routine, but that involved his penis and things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like honestly, I can't. Like I've been trying to clean it up in my head. My favorite Rouse stories. I'm like, no. Well, there's one I'm dying to tell. He did a core. Christmas party here. This was ten years ago. Um, <laughs> like they booked him. They booked Rouse for a corporate. Well, no, oh my Street, God. A family. The beautiful dude. Martin Street <laughs> did. Martin Street and him were really good friends, and oh, he boy. asked Jason to do a favor. And Jason's <laughs> opening line was, "Let's see if I can do this." So I'm fist blanking a nun. 
Yeah. I don't know if we could air that. <laughs> so that's the opening line. At a nice Where corporate. Where go from Bumping? Here. Fist bumping? Yeah. Is that it? Fist bumping. Yeah. I, can't even, I can't believe I just said that. Oh, my gosh. So I'm deboning a nut. <laughs> yeah, now you uh, say debone. <laughs> so that's Jason Rose. So uh, Slow Tech, who else? Jim Slow Tech, who would you say? Oh, gosh. From, from, so we think from Jason Rose. Uh, it just stands no, out yeah, for that, that That popped into my head just because that was one of those $25,000 ones that he didn't yeah. win. But, uh, gosh. Uh, that was that, I never forgot. Who did that you one. know? Okay, so you knew Jason Ben. Who would you say over your years? I know it's hard to pick, but there's been so many comics. Yeah, I'm lucky. I've been surrounded by a lot of great people. I mean, the scene that I came out of in Ottawa is a really good scene. Mm-hmm. Like circa 2000. Uh, me, Casey Corbin, Jen Grant, Christina Walkinshaw, wow. Allison Dore, all big names. John yeah. Steinberg, John Dore. Mm-hmm. Like we're all there to push each other. And when I look around at that, uh, I guess graduating class, for lack of a better term, yes. and I see everybody still doing stuff. Yeah. And Steve Dillon's another one. Uh, Don Perret, yeah. uh, Greg Cochran, who's a sketcher. And like these are all people that came out of this little scene in Ottawa. And it's like, you know, uh, Howard and Ottawa always said that it was the Liverpool of Canadian comedy. Mm-hmm. And we'd roll our eyes at it. But, you know, 15, 16 years later, you look at that pool that came out of there and That's you're like, incredible talent. man, how come we're all making money? Yeah. yeah. Doesn't Everybody's really go still this career way. comedians. Yeah. yeah for, well, from ben, elsewhere, I remember Sugar Sammy the first time oh, I yeah. saw him. Was wow. my, like, what, what a package of, of talent. I mean, Yes. Uh, the, the guy he looks inc- great. He speaks like 16 languages yes. or something and can do comedy in all of them. Yeah, and four uh, of them for sure. And he was just on the front cover of Reader's Digest. Reader's Digest. Well. See, Well, first he was on this show, which I, of from, course. From this show to Reader's Digest. I don't know yeah. how he does it. Um, but Sugar Sammy, for sure. Like the I, I admire those guys French. that can play anywhere and do anything. Yeah. yeah. Well, he is. He could do four languages. Four languages. Yeah. Punjabi? I said 16, but seriously. Yeah, no, four. I know. But he could speak those, Anything too. over two is a lot. I can't even translate. Uh, we had the Italian show not too long ago, and they were asking, can you do your jokes in Italian? I can't. I speak Italian, but to translate, mm. even when I go to Italy to see my family and go, you do comedy, tell us a joke. I'm like, no, because mm-hmm. it ain't. it's not going to translate. Plus, yeah. all the jokes come with hand signals. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm a French kid, and I uh, went wow. to French school my whole life up until college. But oh. I, uh, I don't know. Can you know. do it? The translation? I could translate it, but it's just, it's. I don't have a French sense of humor. And I mean, yes. French stand-ups always wear head mics because they talk with their hands so much. Yes. Ah! And I couldn't get used to that. I it's, just couldn't. Yeah, it's very cartoony. It's, it's yes. very, very facial and a lot of act-outs and a lot of, hey, hey, hey. Yes. Know? And it's, it it's interesting culturally. And that's why I have so much respect for comics, all comics, of course, who do multiple cities, but then multiple, like go around the world because cultures yeah. are so different. And to have material that transcends into other cultures is true talent. Hey, uh, Russell you know Peters, what? sorry. Yeah. Uh, now, I, I have a new one popped into my head for the most impressive yes. comic I ever saw yes. at, at a local level, uh, uh, Eric Tunney. Oh, I don't think anybody touches poor him. Eric. I love him. He was, he was, he was passed the away, complete of course. package. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The late Eric Tunney. But I, I just thought this is the coolest guy I have yes. ever seen. He just had a great, everything about very unique act. about him, mm-hmm. yeah. too. Something about him. Ben? Uh, yeah, I was going to say before, like with Russell Peters, he appeals to everybody all over the world. And one of his tricks to doing that is whenever he's in a new city, uh, first thing he does is he goes to the mall because he finds that going to the mall mm-hmm. is a great way to acclimate yourself to yeah. a region's culture and you see what's cool, what's Brilliant. happening, who's yep. wearing what. And then he takes that on stage and it helps him relate to his audience a little bit more. Uh, in terms of people that I've seen that are just room rockers that mm-hmm. uh, I knew instantly, like one of my best friends in the whole uh, world is John Steinberg, who I mentioned before yes. that he came up with. And I just remember watching that guy and being like, 
Thank God wow. you found this. You couldn't do anything else. Yeah. Like, you're really good. Well, we're here with uh, Ben Miner from SiriusXM. We're talking about the top comic uh, contest they have going, the premier comic, uh, Jim Slotech, Dean Young. And we're going to talk after the break. We're talking about Russell Peters. He's going to be at Just for Laughs dropping in this year um, in Montreal coming up. And I'm Santa Cruz on Inside Jokes, Talk Radio, AM 640. Hi, this is Sugar Sammy, and you're listening to Inside Jokes with Sandra the Cruiser Carusi. Mm-mm-mm, gotta get me some of that. Very special edition of Inside Jokes as we get ready for Just for Laughs Montreal. We've got Jim Slotek here, Ben Miner, and Dean Young, of course, contributing. Hey, hey. We're talking about Russell Peters before the break because he's going to be part of the Howie Mandel Gala at uh-huh. Just for Laughs. And Jim Slotek, you said that's why there should be more contests because of people like Russell who wouldn't have contests been... Contests and, and, and lo- anything local, anything yes. that showcases local comedy because uh, at the time, you know, newspapers, local newspapers had a ground game. They, they didn't just cover Kardashians. They cover what was going on locally, and, yeah. uh, and, I, and I happened to catch Russell Peters one night. I don't think he was much past his open mic stage at that point, but I already saw where he was going. Mm-hmm. And in just one of my comedy column at the end, I just I just uh, plugged him and called him uh, Indo Canadian homeboy, which he he immediately uh, uh, latched onto and yes. uh, called called me his first. Uh, it might have been his first newspaper uh, notice, basically. And then years later, when he made the Forbes list, my, my editor said, oh. you, you, you know Russell Peters, right? And I said, yeah. And he yeah. said, do you think if, if you called him and said, can you join him on tour to, to write about him, he would wow. say yes. And I said, I don't know. I'll call him and ask. You know, because through, through the years, I, I'd kept up. And, of course, I had to go through his brother, Clayton, as yes. everybody does. Yes. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> but then Russell calls back and says, yeah, I'm in Washington tomorrow. Come on. Come on down. So uh, it, was, it was like that. Who, who else on the Forbes list? Let alone, can you do that? Yeah, can and you so do, you I can't got call Jerry follow- Seinfeld and say, "Can I come join you?" I did. Why you did? Ben and I always. And I'll say this about Russell, though: he is not only the most successful Canadian comic ever, mm-hmm. such a nice guy too, mm-hmm. generous, remembers t- his roots. And man, yeah. he's just—he's just a nice person. He's a yes. good person, and uh, I, w- I hope more people are aware of that because there aren't. Uh, it's not that the industry is not riddled with dirtbags by any means, but Russell Peters stands out yes. as just a really, really good person who's exceedingly generous yes. with his time and his money and has provided a lot of comedians with opportunities that yes. uh, the general That's listener isn't point. aware of. Because he's allowed some to open up for him, like as part of contest winners. He's produced tours. He's produced specials, yes. like th- yes. stuff that he wasn't even a part of that he put on because for example, he could. Uh, Girls Night Out was a big tour. Deborah De Giovanni, Christine mm-hmm. Von Hagen, Lori Elliott. Russell produced that. There was mm-hmm. some stuff uh, out in LA that he produced as well. He got Nikki Payne to come down and do it for. Jason Rouse got a lot yeah. of stuff out of yeah. Russell. He does the brother. Canada July first event in LA, right? I think Is a lot him? of comedians do that. I know and- oh, Angelo mm-hmm. Sarukas and that. But I I, I, that's a great that. point, though, because I love that. Yeah, he. I think he. I think he recognizes that. Wow, I get to do what I love, but I've been so successful at mm-hmm. it, and the the margin of people that mm-hmm. get to do that, especially coming out of Canada, is so slim. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he just sort of embraces that and, yeah. and gives that it's opportunity. Huge. And he's, so, got, yeah. he's got a TV show coming. Yes, yeah, the, the, Indian detective, the Indian Detective. In case we're confused as to what kind of detective ethnic, he would I, Yeah, be. I was never sure about his ethnicity. Yeah, <laughs> just so we're clear. It was vague. So we're rooting for him on that because so many, as you guys know, so many comics uh, try to get something into development. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like Sebastian Maniscalco, for example, and then it only goes so far and then it doesn't get produced. And uh, it's nice to see that um, Russell's show 
is on the Bell uh, lineup. They yeah, did their yeah. upfronts, and yep. uh, it's on there. Uh, I just want a correction on the Russell Peters in JFL. I said, I think initially he was going to be part of the Howie Mandel, but he actually, it's his own gala on July 30th at the Salle Wilfred Pelletier in Place d'Arc, whatever I just said, in Montreal, um, amongst many others, guys. Um, Seth Rogen is uh, at Just for Last for the special screening of his movie Sausage Party. I wonder what that's about. Looking forward to that. It's about sausages. Yeah. It's a cartoon. Is it? Yeah. I love it. I love it. I just love Ben, Seth Rogen. He's rad. He's he's rad. I, he, uh, I remember when he was on a show called Undeclared years oh, ago. Oh, I love that show. So I uh, tracked down, Judd Apatow produced that show. I oh, think I was wow. about 20 years old. And I tracked down Judd Apatow's email address to tricking some people at Fox. <laughs> and I got it. And I emailed him. You're the best. And I emailed I him saying you. all these reasons why he should let me send in a writing sample. But every reason I gave him, I immediately shot down because he already had Seth Rogen. I'm like, I'm a Canadian kid. There's a perspective. Ah, you got Seth. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm 20. I got guys. Seth is like that kind of, I guess he's around my age too. So then I ended up writing, I haven't given you any good or compelling reasons to entertain a writing sample. So here's my recipe for chocolate amaretto cheesecake. I oh, hope you you're it. the best. <laughs> that <laughs> Did that get a response? He wrote I love back you. immediately. Really? Like that night and said that was a really funny email. I don't know what's happening with the That's show. That's how you get through to people. Well, exactly. I didn't Food. get anything out of Food. it, but I got a reply from <laughs> you him. You got a reply. Well, hey, the listen. show got canceled like shortly after this, but Judd Apatow did write me back saying that was really funny. Uh, Judd Apatow happened got with the show. back That's an early 2000s retweet right there. That's what that is. You know if he has a movie to to promote, he'll probably find a, a reason to do some stand up. Yes, yeah. Uh, yeah. And yeah. if Apatow's there, because Apatow did that as well. They, yes. they had uh, Pineapple Express. Yes. Uh, and they, that's everybody right. was out doing something. Well, that's Jim Slotek and Ben Miner with me. And of course, Dean Young. We're all talking about um, JFL and some comics. After the break, we'll talk about Variety announces their talk, top 10 comics to watch at JFL this year. I'm Sandra Carusi on Inside Jokes, Talk Radio, AM 640. Hey, I'm South African comedian Trevor Noah, and you're listening to Inside Jokes with Sandra Carusi on Talk Radio AM 640. Special edition, um, and with Ben Miner from SiriusXM and a stand-up himself, Jim Slotek, who's seen it all in the scene. <laughs> and speaking of the scene magazine, Dean Young, our collaborator and pundit, uh, who writes... <laughs> I don't even know if I... Did I say that right, Jim? Well, it's pundit. Pundit. It's, I don't know. It's like Punam the way you say it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, Dean Young, of course, you're the podcaster, first comedy podcast network in Canada called Taco.co. I am very wealthy. And yeah, that's it sounds like it. Yeah. Your sponsor is like <laughs> sex toys or something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, good for you, by the way, on that. All the contra you can get. But you also write for Scene Magazine in Toronto Garden. Yeah. Garden. And when you try to kind of write, I also, we all like to promote young talent and that's what you try to do and write about them. But mm-hmm. but what do you hear back? Well, and, and Jim mentioned an interesting thing earlier about, you know, the days of, of especially local media yes. actually covering local shows and local talent and all this stuff. We don't have as much of that now because yeah, everything is just sort of one big blanket, like celebrity story that gets printed and everything. Yes. And I've had instances where friends of mine would be on the road and they'd be touring and stuff. And I would call up radio stations where I used to work and be mm-hmm. like, so-and-so's in town. They're doing a show here tonight. Can you get them on the show mm-hmm. to plug it? And like smaller markets, especially here in Canada. 
and the PDs are like, the program directors are like, well, no, we, we don't know who this comic is. Who cares? And I'm like, yeah. well, that's that's the us, point. Can but you, you know get what? us Jim Gaffigan? Yeah, yes. exactly. Yeah, and it's we'll like, get on that's that. How, that's how Thunder we build Bay it. Radio. Yeah. Yeah. And, so, yeah. and these are actual, it's like, well, they're working touring comic. Like, yeah. they aren't a, some open mic. Well, it's like indie music. If you want it, you know, a chorus uh, that we're on here owns Edge and 102.1 The Edge, who founded a lot of the indie music and yeah. people like Tragically yeah. Hip. Mm-hmm. And you kind of, in order to get a Tragically Hip, you have to play their song first. You know, and somebody has to take that chance to play yeah. that song. And the same is with comedy. We have to give these new mm-hmm. talent. And I think everybody in the room has done a great job of talking about them. Ben Miner, what do you want to say about that? Yeah, I know. Just, you know, 24-7 Canadian comedy. That's what we do at the yes. channel. And it's all in that spirit where... Uh, Canada laughs. Yeah, yeah. Sirius XM. Yeah. yeah, you can hear Norm MacDonald. You can hear Glenn Wool, But you can also hear, you know, uh, Mark the Bonus. You can yeah. also yes. hear Tony Ho. You can also yes. hear Lady Stash. And uh, we're helping to make things better. I truly do believe that. Mm -hmm. The amount of number one albums that we've produced for comedians, uh, Tony Ho and Lady Stash, uh, two people, or two sketch troops I just, yeah, there's sketch troops in the city. Um, We produce their albums and Mm -hmm. they've, I'm so proud of these two uh, troops in particular for mm-hmm. what they've done. And it goes back to your question a while ago, seeing talent and watching it be recognized. Yes. Steph Tolev got signed by NBC to a deal, right? Oh, she did. Well, that was last year. Like yes. She had a, uh, some deal that you signed with them. She's living in LA now. Yes, she went. Uh, yeah. She's on fire. Miguel yeah. Rivas from Tony Ho is going to be the anchor for the Beaverton on the Comedy Network. Yes. And again, it's Phenomenal. just like people that we've seen and we spotted that are doing great things. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I'd be remiss if I didn't mention CBC, uh, CBC Radio, yes. for for its exposure of Canadian comics. Like yes. it, se- it seems like every show they come up with has Canadian comics in it. Yes, you know, and and that is something that does reach the hinterlands. So We're so rich in talent. We are so rich, Dean. Well, that's the thing, right? Like comedy's our biggest export, arguably. You know, and but mm-hmm. but again, that catch twenty two of like, well, you do your little things here, and then you go to the states, and then people respect you back. We home. don't There's have the so population much here. Yeah, we don't. Well, you, you, but that's irrelevant at this you point. It is. Yeah. yeah. You know, there are, there's a problem in cities the size of Toronto getting getting local coverage. Mm-hmm. But if you you mentioned Thunder Bay or places like that, mm-hmm. well. Uh, uh, like like chorus, uh, my my paper is owned by a big company that mm-hmm. uh, that does things a certain way, you yeah. know, cheaply, and uh, so a lot of the a lot of what used to be local coverage in those small towns yeah. is now me, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. uh, writing about stuff that is re- that is equally relevant there as here. So that's why I'll be interviewing Jim Gaffigan possibly, you know, the next time he comes in because that's know rough. Who he I is. have to beg to get his to interview his assistant if I could. But that's yeah. Good. But you guys but, it's, but the, the way it, the way it used to be was yeah. y- you had a beat. Yeah, and uh, you d- you sort of uh, beat beat the bushes as it were. Found out who what was what. One week I'd do something on on somebody big. The next week I'd do something somebody local or. You just whatever I felt like. But I know. I would go to my editor and say, yeah. "This is what I'm writing." Everybody wants the hits to get the bigger audience, the bigger readership, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Now they tell me what I'm writing about. Yeah, Variety Pub. That's Radio Baby too. We yeah. went that way too. Variety Publication. Uh, Variety um, announces their ten comics to watch at JFL this year, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Lily Singh. What a huge YouTube sensation, Lily Singh. Yes. Yeah. She was at the MMVAs. She did some uh, fun stuff there. I love watching her. And um, and I know, like we talked in other shows, sometimes uh, you know YouTube talent doesn't get the respect from other talent. Not that that matters, but well, I still have trouble eh, wrapping my head around YouTube yeah. star. Yeah, to me, you Are can't you guys... turn comments off at a live show. You know, that's the thing. That's that's 
we're we're putting that band. format into mm-hmm. a stand up. Like we're mm-hmm. seeing that at festivals now. Where, well, I saw you guys pop when I said well, that. Yeah. Wow. Cuz I mentioned on an earlier show yes. or maybe it was on break. I don't know, but yeah. when, like last year at JFL 42 we had uh, Miranda Sings was yes. one of the yeah. the place, though, right? That's the thing, she right? Went, ben? She packed the place. She fills yes. house well, and these galas followers. are looking at that. Yeah, yeah, these festivals are booking that cuz they're like, "Hey, we want a sold out show." So Life metrics in life now is about followers. Unfortunately, young children um, who are on social media qualify themselves and their self-esteem by amount of followers, and it's very sad. Who are the other comics on the list? Uh, <laughs> we're going to talk more after the break. Granger Smith, uh, Lauren Lapkus, Roy Wood Jr. Roy Wood's awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Roy Wood. Okay, Lauren we'll talk. Too. We'll talk about some of this great new talent uh, comics to watch at JFL this year. I'm Santa Cruz with a special edition with Ben Miner, Jim Slotek, Dean Young on Inside Jokes Talk Radio AM 640. Hey, this is Russell Peters, and you're listening to Sandra Juicy Carusi. (laughs) Inside jokes. I was just saying how blessed. I think everybody in this room right now is probably the power brokers in media with comedy. Let's stroke Ben Miner from SiriusXM, who's a stand-up but has a show on Canada Laughs Network. Jim Slotek, who I, is the grandpapa, I'm sorry, not by age, but you've been doing it well, so long. Probably. And then you're <laughs> probably by old. age. <laughs> Smelt Fisher, whatever you are. Dean Young, first comedy net, uh, podcast networking. No, Canada. no, the comedy network is the me. Comedy network, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, um, and so we're talking JFL, and, and right before the break, Roy Wood Jr., Ben Miner, you were it, saying he's great. Oh, he's awesome, man. If yeah. you watch a Daily Show, you know yeah. Roy Wood Jr. Yes. Yeah. yeah he, uh, and I was he considered like a fresh face? Well, they said. Well, who Variety says oh, top to chemist to watch. I know. I I yeah. understood that as new too. people. He's yeah, cool. I don't think yeah. that means like newcomer. I think it's these are the people who are going to sign a big deal at the fest, yeah. and that happens a lot of the <laughs> it, fest. It does. does yeah. It? Tell, yeah. tell well, us. Well, I remember about two, three years ago. There's a young comic turning everyone's head at the festival, and everyone's like, "This guy." Is the person to see at the fest? This guy's the person to see at the fest, and that guy was Trevor Noah. Wow! Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I remember watching him blow up at Just for Laughs, wow. and then they couldn't have been more right. And that's the thing at the festival; uh, they're they're really good wow. at predicting who's going to be a big yes. deal. And then they book the people that they've helped make a big deal. And I mean, if you're a comedy nerd, you go down there and you you know you yes, just, comedy you hang nerd. Out in your element. It's the greatest place in the world for comedy. I'm nerds. such a groupie. And Trevor Noah was, was on our show, and you could check um, on podcast either on iTunes or on uh, 640toronto.com. don't believe it, check it. Check, it. check it. It's factually Fact true. Um, homegrown comics. Sorry, Dean, were you going to say something about We have that? an insane homegrown lineup this year. We yeah. sponsor that as well. Yeah. Do you? The, so yeah. Mike Rita, who's been on the show, I love Mike Rita. Mace Galoni, also yep. on the show, I love it. Chris Robinson. Hot lineup. Hotline, Nigel Grinstead. Holy cow. Chantel Marasica. I should know that. Jordan Chazowski. Yeah. Daniel Karen. This is great. It's the 18th edition of Homegrown Comics by SiriusXM. Uh, I was in that 10 years ago. Wow. Ben Miner. Thanks to you and SiriusXM for promoting uh, uh, comedy in Canada. Uh, Jim Slotek, most definitely you've been doing it for so long and for giving that voice to comics. We always want to support comics in the country and have our own star system. Uh, Dean Young and your podcast too. Um, final words, guys. Go <laughs> yeah, that too. And, that and the rest. And what? the rest. <laughs> well, yeah, and the rest. It was, uh, and your little that was podcast the Brady Bunch. Too. Remember the Brady Bunch? Oh, yeah. They changed the intro. It was they would say the names, and then instead they went to Brady Bunch and the rest. It was it just, Gilligan's Island. It was, oh, it was Gilligan's, Gilligan's Island. They changed it to yeah. the Professor and Marianne, but it was the movie star <laughs> and hurt. the rest. That I have a some hip references that. happening right now. <laughs> it's like when there's like an event page for a stand-up show, and it's like nine 
nine of the 11 names and more. That's, yeah. yeah. I just that got hurts. and more. Yeah. <laughs> Russell Johnson, the professor, wanted to call his book and the rest. Oh, I know. See, I had such perfect. a crush on him. Wasn't he a crackhead, too? I just hate that. <laughs> My um, ears are burning. So top comic from SiriusXM <laughs> is coming up. Watch out for that. And who places in the finals for that? So much more. I'll see you all at JFL. And uh, me and the deaner, Dean Young, will come back after JFL. Maybe we'll have these guys back and we'll do a big review show getting into the fall because JFL 42 is coming to Toronto. So much in comedy going on. Thanks for listening to Inchide. In <laughs> Inside Jokes. Uh, check us out on social media at Inside Jokes 640. I'm Sandra Carusi on Talk Radio AM 640. Hey guys, it's Dean Young here with your weekly comedy listings. Monday night, check out the Alt. Comedy Lounge at Toronto's famous Rivoli, Dawn Patrol at Comedy Bar. Tuesday night, check out Talk and Roll Comedy at Cherry Colas at Queen and Bathurst, and the Tuesday night special at Yuck Yucks Downtown. Wednesday night, it's Spirits, Pro Am Night at Absolute Comedy, and Jeff Paul's Dopin' Mike at the Underground. Thursday night, check out Laugh Sabbath at Toronto's Famous Comedy Bar and Stoned Up Comedy at Hotbox Cafe in Kensington Market. Friday night, we have Top Shelf Comedy at St. Louis Wings and the Beaches and Hamilton's own Anthony Maleku's headlines at Yuck Yucks Toronto Friday and Saturday night. And Sunday, check out Todd Barry in town for JFL 42 in July and Sunday Night Live at Comedy Bar. And here's this week's Comedy Rx with our guest Ben Miner from Sirius XM. <laughs> I like this. Everyone here is a pretty decent age. You're all good ages. There's no one here that appears to be 20 years old. 20-year-olds bother me. They're the problem. Okay? If you're here, you're the exception because you're cool. And you're supporting arts. But most 20-year-olds are jerks. Because their life has been too cool. If you're 20 years old, you're not aware of how amazing everything has been always. You just can't impress somebody who's 20 years old. I got a cousin... My cousin's 20. I'm trying to relate to him. I got a cell phone. I got a, one, a smartphone. It's the coolest thing I've ever owned. I'm trying to relate to him. I'm like, man, this thing plays music and everything. He goes, yeah, it's a phone. It's supposed to play music. <laughs> you little sh**. No, it's not supposed to play music. It does. And that's wicked. You think Alexander Graham Bell said one day we're going to be able to communicate across oceans? But if we get a busy signal, we'll rock the f*** out? No! You had no concept of a busy signal, f Learn to be impressed. You know how blown away I was when my discman came with a Velcro strap so it wouldn't skip when I walked? Awesome. And you can always uh, contact us here. I want to thank uh, producer Vince Tedesco and our technical producer Tom. Contact us at uh, Instagram or Twitter at InsideJokes640 on Facebook. and uh, Or check out my website, SandraCarusi.com. Thanks for listening each week on the world of comedy here on Inside Jokes. Talk radio, AM 640.